Hey, it's Walker and Chloe, and thanks for listening to us on demand. The full four hours of Walker and Chloe in the morning. No commercials, no music, just us. Maybe you're wondering what was in Club and Tell. Team Walker, Team Chloe, we got it right here for you. And it starts right now. Check it out. Music. Music. The music. Music. Here we go. 106.1 WNGC. Your Georgia country. Music. 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 Update. Update. Kelsey Ballerini, she's on tour right now. She'll be in Atlanta tonight at the Eastern and was in Kansas City over the weekend. Had a minor outfit accident. And the zipper was... Undone. Oh my goodness, can we hear that from the beginning? I just walked off stage in Kansas City and it was one of my favorite shows I've gotten to play in a long time. However, I have four outfit changes during my tour and the last one is a pair of jeans and this t-shirt that says I'm doing my best and the zipper was undone. I just want to hear the song again. That's my favorite part. Undone. Oh, I felt so bad because people in the crowd, she was singing and they were trying to tell her your zipper's down and she just thought people were cheering her on. So right. she was like, yeah, you know, Loving it. She had no idea. Can you imagine being on stage like, oh, man, they're really loving the show tonight. <laughs> yeah, I love you, too. My zipper's what? <laughs> Undone. Wait for the new oh. single, Undone, by Kelsey Ballerini. Hey, it happens. <laughs> and we're getting ready. The CMA Awards taking place November 9th in Nashville. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning are gearing up to host with their, quote, CMA Awards boot camp. You ready to host the CMA Awards? I'm fired up. That is not good. We got to get in sync. We got to do some practice. I'm going this way if someone comes up and tries to tackle us. Hey, it's not going to happen. It's an award show. So I'll say this for two guys that are not trained comedians or actors. Luke Bryan and Peyton Manning are two of the funniest people on the planet. Oh, and then throw Blake Shelton in there. Like, that would even be hysterical, Mm -hmm. more funny. But you know, Peyton and Luke, they have such a great dynamic and a good friendship. So you know, anything they say to each other that's funny is genuine up there. I'll be watching just for them. Yeah! We may now begin our day. Hey, Georgia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. It's time for Snow and Dead. 106.1 WNGC, your Georgia country. Here's all you need to know. Brought to you by Celsius Essential Energy. Now here's Chloe. This is so cool. So Queen shared a teaser of a song that's never been released with Freddie Mercury on it. And the song is called Face It Alone. Sounds like maybe Freddie wrote that for like a James Bond movie or something. It's got that vibe to it. I like it. I, I imagine Freddie Mercury's been gone for what thirty-five years, and now mm-hmm. you unearth this new song that has his vocals on it. It's pretty amazing. So that song will be out officially on Thursday, and the song was recorded back in nineteen eighty-nine when Queen was recording their album The Miracle, mm-hmm. and the engineers were able to put parts of Freddie Mercury, which you heard right there, that whole song together, and were able to save it. So pretty cool. Now that we're going to be able to hear it on Thursday. Very cool. I've always said, it, as far as a rock rock band goes uh, freddie was probably the best front man of all time i don't think you'll ever see another like him legend mm-hmm. and tonight is the anniversary of the first saturday night live which premiered back <laughs> on october 11th 1975 live from new york it's saturday night okay i'll tell you this uh, even though that episode aired you said today's the 50 year anniversary it aired before i was born 
Um, I have seen it a few times just because I'm curious about stuff like that. So I, I wanted to catch a piece of history. I've watched that episode one. George Carlin hosted it, which uh, mm-hmm. he's the greatest comedian of all time. And there's so many legends on that cast with Andy Kaufman and Chevy Chase and blah, blah, blah. Uh, it, it wasn't that funny. <laughs> like, really? The sk- to me, like the skits were really fast. Like They were almost like one-liners, and there was a bunch of them, and they went by quick, and there was a lot of musical guests. Uh, I don't know. So I, I think that SNL found its way you know, throughout the 70s and 80s, and they had some good stuff in the 90s. And even some good stuff recently with, like, Kate McKinnon and Bill Hader. The cast they have now is, uh, it, it needs work. Okay. Okay. That, All right. That's my recap of the 50 years of SNL. So I don't watch <laughs> SNL. I mean, sometimes every now and then I'll catch it if I'm awake. But I know so many people, like my cousin, every Saturday yeah, night. We, we try to put it on the DVR because most times I can't stay up till 1 o'clock in the morning. It's hard. Mm-hmm. And Monday Night Football was on last night with the Raiders, the Chiefs. The Chiefs beat the Raiders. That final score it was close, 32-29. And moments after the game, you may have caught it on TV when Raiders wide receiver Devontae Adams, he shoved the camera operator mm-hmm. who was walking in front of him while Devontae was walking back into the tunnel after the game. And Devontae was being interviewed post-game and wanted to address the shove. And he ran. Uh, I jumped in front of me. They're coming off the field and I bumped into him and kind of pushed him. And then he ended up on the ground. So I want to say sorry to him for that because that was just frustration mixed with him running in, and literally just running in front of me. And that was... Shouldn't, shouldn't respond it that way, but that's that's how I initially responded, so I'm going to apologize to him for that. Okay, let's unpack this. If you saw it, he shoved the cameraman down. He, the cameraman didn't run in front of him. He didn't Mm-mm. bump into him. He was upset that they had just lost the game, and in his frustration, he shoved a cameraman that was in his way as he was walking back to the locker room. There should be a fine levied there. Absolutely, or at least suspended for a game. And I was, I was surprised because literally – if you watch the video, the camera guy had all his mm-hmm. equipment in his hands. You know, he was probably just trying to like, oops, you know, run mm-hmm. through, get his stuff, get out of there. And and that's how Devontae reacted. And I was honestly really, really disappointed. I he, was. He did the moment, man. It's an emotional game, but uh, you can't do that. And I know the Raiders, they've, they've been struggling and have been so close the last couple games yeah. they've played. And lastly, big playoff game today for our Braves as they're taking Let's on go. the Phillies. 107 this afternoon. The game at Truist Park, and I know they're getting ready to open up uh, some of those lots here in the next Mm -hmm. couple hours. I'm nervous already. If you're going to the game, be loud, represent for the Braves. They could use that big home field advantage today because this is a huge game one against the lousy, stinking, nasty, (laughs) disgusting Philadelphia Phillies. 1061 WNGC, your Georgia country. Team Walker, Team Chloe, sponsored by Mark Spain Real Estate. You two are my dynamic duo. And go team! It's time to pick a side. All right, real quick before we get started, I want to wish a happy birthday to Mandy Pruitt. If you know Mandy, tell her a big happy birthday from Walker and Chloe. Happy, happy birthday, Miss Mandy. It's from your husband, Andy. So, Team Walker, Team Chloe, today, I find myself... Bonding with Seth on more and more things recently. (laughs) Your boyfriend, Seth. And when you told me this today, I was like, oh, yeah, that's totally me. This man does not care about food. Could care less. And it was just kind of something that sparked a conversation over the weekend because he was here for a long period of time. And we were talking about groceries and just things we wanted to eat for the week. And because we weren't going out to eat every night. That's Mm -hmm. we just weren't. We were doing breakfast and lunch and things like that. 
and making the list, his response is always, sure, that sounds good. <laughs> never craves anything, uh-huh. never says no, never says like, mm, I don't know, we had that two nights in a row, like maybe we could try yeah. something different. He is so go with the flow, whatever you put in front of him, he will eat and love it and have no problem. I feel like this is me. You can bring me a plate of tofu and I'm like, all right, cool. Uh, cauliflower soup, Walker, here you go. Oh, yeah, great. Here is a medium rare steak. Okay, good. I'll take it. I love it. I, I just don't have those kind of food cravings. I don't know. Again, it's like dinner to me sometimes is more of an obligation. Like mm-hmm. it's like we have to decide what we're going to have. We have to cook it. We have to clean up afterwards. You have to go to the store and get the stuff. And to me, sometimes the best nights are when we don't have dinner. Right. Uh, you know, like, hey, what do you want for dinner? Oh, we already ate. It's like, oh, <laughs> the weight of the world is like lifted off your shoulders. But if somebody's making food for me, mm-hmm. like I literally do not care what it is. And I love being in the kitchen. So I love, 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 you know, to cook. Mm-hmm. And I'll mention things like I'm going to make this or we're going to try this or what do you think? He's like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Okay, yeah. great. Even last night I did like this delicious pasta dish and I was like, oh, I wish I added a little bit more sauce to the pasta. Oh, it's fine. And he was like, oh, it's great. I thought it was delicious. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. This uh, amongst married men, we, we use the phrase go along to get along. <laughs> uh, does this taste good? Yeah. I mean, I've literally been eating things that someone has made. And I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, this is terrible. Like, Walker. oh, my gosh, this is gross. <laughs> but then out loud, you're like, oh, yeah, wonderful. Give me some more. I'll take a second plate. Like, you know, you Somebody went through the trouble of making it. Who who am I to say what's good and what's not? Uh, That's the question today. Are you picky about foods? Do you have these food cravings? Or are you like Seth and I and just whatever, whatever? (laughs) 1-800-849-1061 or Facebook, Your Georgia Country. Depends on how hungry I am and if I have to cook it. I I like to meal plan, but if someone's cooking for me, I'm not going to complain. I think that's a team walker. Yeah, I think so, because that's what I'm saying. It's like if somebody just uh, makes something for me, it's like... Eh, what do you want? I'm like, hey, I don't care. Whatever you're, whatever you're making, whatever you're bringing home. Even with snacks or breakfast in the morning, like you're good with anything? Oh, no. Breakfast, I have to have my yogurt every morning. Ah, <laughs> see, I, I feel the Team Chloe a little bit. <laughs> hey, good morning. Hey. I am Team Walker. Hey, there we go. However, I do not like tofu. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, well, let me get one thing straight. I'm going to say this. I, My wife at different times in her life has been vegetarian. My son has been a vegan now for a couple of years, and I don't really like it either. But if you cook it right, it can be pretty good. I don't care for it, and I've tried it a hundred probably different ways. <laughs> my sister-in-law is vegetarian, uh-huh. but I just can't do it. Hey, uh, put me in a restaurant and give me a menu. I'll find something I like. Amen to that. So... Uh, explain what you and Seth talked about over the weekend and how he is the least picky person in the world. So he spent a couple days here in Athens and we were running to the grocery store and making the list of things, just food to get. And he is the type of person that never complains. Mm-hmm. He does not care whatever I want. He's like, sure, that sounds delicious. I went to go get the lunch meat because I had ran out of the lunch meat that I eat. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, 
do you want a specific lunch meat? Like, what are you thinking? Yeah, no, whatever. sure, that sounds good. Which, yeah. What are you What are you doing? I'm yeah. like, oh, the buffalo blazing. Okay, great. Yeah. I'll take that. I love buffalo blazing. Yep. No, no cheese, <laughs> maybe ham. He's like, oh, what, whatever. Whatever yeah. you bring back, I'll, I'll like. Uh, that's kind of me. Like, what kind of dressing you want on your salad? Yeah, whatever. Surprise me. I don't know. That is Seth. And uh, listen, I think that there may be something here because I've said this before. Like, I grew up, like, dirt poor. Uh, there was little food in the house. My mm-hmm. stepdad was a connoisseur of fish sticks. Uh, <laughs> this man loved his fish sticks, and he would make them a lot. And sometimes it's like, I don't want fish sticks. And it's like, well, right. that's what you're going to eat, or you're going to eat nothing. So I kind of developed this attitude of, like, food is food, and whatever mm-hmm. you give me, like, it's it's just to kind of nourish your body enough to get through to the next meal. It's not really about, like, oh, it's got to be some big thing. I'm going to say that I run into the problem of I am very picky about what we're having for dinner, but I never want to cook, and I never cook. So I'm always like, what are we having for dinner? And he's like, oh, we're having this, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> and he's like, is, is that not what you want? You heard the disappointment in her voice. Oh, and occasionally he'll get to the point where he gets mad back at me, and he's like, "Okay, well, you could cook every once in a while if you're going to be so picky." Uh, I tell you, the only time that I ever feel like I have to decide about dinner is when my wife will get to that point where she just cannot make a decision. And she's just, like, spinning around like the Tasmanian devil, like, trying to decide what she wants for dinner. And that's when I'll jump in, and I can play the hero card and be like, you know what I really want? I want sweet and sour chicken. And she's like, yes. (laughs) That's not what I want. No, but you knew that's what she wanted. That's right. And that, Chloe, is how you make a marriage last 25 years. (laughs) There you go. Team whatever, whatever. Just Yeah, what, what do you got in the kitchen? I'll take that, sure. That sounds good. We are the champions this morning. Team Walker, Team Chloe, back tomorrow at 8.30. You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k, and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com aware. Terms apply.